0: Alright, I'm back, I'm back So, I know that I said we're going to talk about BPD I'm not going to really talk about that too much Because I'm new to it um, I don't want to sound ignorant And then I thought about it you know, While I was getting something to drink This is Bipolar Speaks This is where we get it out You know, this is, this is our Platform This is our time this is our time to talk. This is our time to to say what's on our mind. This is our time to build relationships. This is our time to be in a in a setting where everybody's accepted and nobody's judged. So I got to thinking, you know, you know, earlier I was talking about being all over the place. Isn't that how bipolar? Isn't that how we are sometimes? Like our minds sometimes just go. They just go. Sometimes we make sense. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we're funny as hell. Sometimes we're not. Robin Robin Williams. Perfect example. Funny, 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 funny guy. You know, I didn't even know he had bipolar until after he died. Jim Carrey, same way. There's so many different famous people that. um, Princess Leia, I can't remember her real name, but Princess Leia, same thing. And I'm sure you guys know many more people um, yourself. Um, But I don't know, man. You know, having it for 20 plus years, it's been a struggle. I can honestly say that I think the only positive that's ever gonna come out of having this would be is gonna be this podcast. Notice I said it's going to be this podcast because this podcast will rise and it's going to explode and it's going to evolve. Okay? So you you everyone, you guys are part of something, something great. I want you to know that. And I'm here telling you right now on on this show from this point on you can count me in as the leading front-running face of mental illness, especially bipolar and now BPD. We don't have a face. Nobody, nobody sponsors us. Nobody, nobody raises has charity walks for us no but we don't have a special color we will though i promise you that we will i already have a design on my um blog site and i have i'm gonna make t-shirts and and um i don't probably want to do tats for right now i just do t-shirts and um i'm thinking about doing coats but um it's It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Um, I'm excited about it. I'm excited to talk about what I've been through. I'm excited to hear what everybody else has been through. Um, I'm excited about it. You know, that I've put it off for a long time, and um, because you know, life gets in the way sometimes. But I, I'm. I'm. I'm now going to be devoted to it especially now that I have so much alone time because of the situation I'm going through with my girlfriend I'm going to be devoted to it and even after we get back together I'm still going to be devoted to it because we're going to need our time alone and that's the time that I'm going to be hosting this podcast see this would be a perfect time where I can say so let me open up let me open up the floor for questions. Let me open up the lines for questions and or stories or anything that you're presently going through that you might want some advice on. And you know, I, I want to tell you this that um, one of the rules that we're gonna have on this show is you never are going to tell somebody what to do or what you think they ought to do. You can say you can word it like this. You might want to consider X, Y, Z. There you go. Because we don't want to be told what to do. We know what works for us and what's not going to work for us. Now, if we point blank ask, "What should we do?" We're still going to word it in that way. If 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 Susie calls in and John has something has something to add for her, John is going to answer it. Uh, Hey, Susie, you might want to consider X, Y, Z. This worked for me. I know exactly how you feel. That's how we're going to do it. That's how we're going to do it. Um, let's see. What else can I talk about right now? You know, I know what I want to talk about. Love. Love and bipolar. It's supposed to not match it's supposed to be something that's taboo uh it's supposed to be something that it's impossible to have you know when I google if you google those love and relationships with bipolar there's so much they're so negative like everything about it is negative you know my my girlfriend she's 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 taught me to not believe everything that Google says because of how they present it. Um and you can get some good information, but everybody's situation is different. You know, there are so many they have stories, they have blogs, they have they have their their doctors and say this and doctors say that and counselors say this and counselors say that and they're getting it from their information. But let me ask you this did they ask you? Because they certainly didn't ask me. So that means that there's a whole bunch of people out there that have their own opinion and that are doing much. They're doing well with love and relationships. Me, on the other hand, uh uh-uh. uh. I'll be honest with you, I'm not in that category yet. But I tell you what, I'm about to be because I'm not giving up. Because love is something that I can't give up no matter what. Like, I, I, I can't. I don't know how to be selfish. I don't know how to not love. Um, Sometimes that's my weakness. Sometimes that's my strength. But it, it, it's my weakness when because it, it, it ends up hurting me because I love hard. And when people want to give up or they want to be mean or nasty or judgmental, guess what? I still love them anyway. I mean, you know that's what the Bible tells you to do anyway, and it just comes naturally for me. But it hurts. It hurts. People don't know how much it hurts, but it hurts to have somebody give up on you when you're in love with them. It it hurts. It hurts really bad and it it takes it takes a lot out of you. It does. It takes it's like it takes air, oxygen out your lungs that you'll never get back. Like recently, I really know what it feels like to have a broken heart. Like your chest feels like it caves in. It feels like like you can actually touch your chest and you can feel pain. I'm sure there are a lot of you that's felt this before. This is not the first time you've heard this or this is not the first time that you felt this, Um, but it does. It hurts. It hurts, it hurts, it hurts It hurts Man, does it hurt I know that uh, Taking responsibility For your actions Is something that people Always will, will say um, And you, you know, the thing is About our illness is that you No matter how much you can Prepare somebody for it It's like, it's like a storm That's exactly what it's like You can prepare for Florence. Right now we're going through Hurricane Florence, right? You can prepare for it. You can know it's coming. You can know all about it. You can have seen hurricanes in the past. You've read about hurricanes. But what you prepare for, and once you're in it, two totally different things. Two totally different things. Now here's the only good thing about that. The next time a hurricane comes, you know what to do and what not to do. But it's going to it just takes that one time. A one massive hurricane. To, to come through your city, to come through your home, to have you have everything just crash and burn. And then you, you look at your, your you're looking at what's left and you got to pick yourself up. That's what it's like to be bipolar. That's what it's like to be bi- in a bipolar relationship, because you can no matter what you tell somebody, you can be upfront with them. Hey, look, this is what I have. You could this is what it looks like when I'm manic. This is what it looks like when I'm depressed. Of course, when you're saying it to them, everything is good, right? Everything is nice. What happens when you actually have an episode? Especially a back-to-back episode when it's, when it's a mixed episode, when it's manic and depressive. They're the first to want to leave. They've been prepared. They've been told. They knew it was going to come eventually. But it just comes out of nowhere. We can't catch it. And there are some who know how to catch it and there are some who have the tools to do so. I'm gonna be honest with you, me personally, I don't have that, I don't have that skill set yet. By the end of the year, I will. But that's only because I've never had, I haven't had talk therapy. To have these skills. I don't really know why I haven't had talk therapy, but I, I can't even think why I haven't had it. Other than the fact that not being in that jobs long enough to get it. Outside of that, I can't think why I haven't had it. But it's another subject for another day. But it's 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 that's exactly how it is. It's like a hurricane. You can prepare for it, you can see it on the news, you can know, you can say, Okay. The only difference is you can't see an episode coming. Like, I would say 75% 75% people cannot see an episode coming. They can't. And then the part that, 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 that travels after that is the aftermath. Like for me, my ap- aftermath is now would be feeling guilty. Looking at the damage I've caused. Knowing that that's not who I really am. The embarrassment the 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 pride that's dropped the the fact that you have to be humble now the fact that you have to you have to feel like that you have to be you have to be ten times better than you were before the episode you know how hard that is to live that's a tough life to live, but a lot of us do it for what for the sake of somebody loving us because we know. That this person, if we can convince this person to stay, then we're good. At least we know we got through the first one. They'll know what happens after this. What happens when they leave? See, I'm, I'm getting upset right now. When they leave, when they walk out your life, because even though you told them about it, they weren't ready for it. Or it was too much for them to handle. Now mine mine don't get bad. Is the worst mine gets is verbal. It used to be I throw stuff or I punch walls or punch trees. That was in my twenties. Now in my forties, I just yell and get irritable and get angry. Like I used to be considered like the Hulk like how he changed, just like that. I'm not even a Hulk anymore. I'm just, it's like everything comes up in me. Like, it's it's hard to explain, but but the people who don't have it, the people that surround you, like, there's so many things and so many, there's so so many phrases and things that Google will tell you will tell a person who's, who's, who's dating a person with bipolar what to say and what not to say. You know, it's just like bipolar. Like sometimes it's so hard to remember your skill set. That's why you have to educate yourself. Because the more you practice that skill set, the more it will become second nature to you when you start to feel manic or when you see a trigger coming or when you know you just got triggered you know bam okay it's i'm starting to feel anxious let me find out why let me take a step back let me walk away let me go listen to some music let me go outside let me do let me let me call my counselor let me call do something skill set. A lot of us don't have it. That's how we get in trouble. That's how we get in trouble. That's how I am. That's how I get in trouble. I don't get into legal trouble anymore. Now it's just personal. I lose, I lose out on personal relationships. And it's so bad because I lose out on the exact thing that I really want. It's like the exact thing I really want. Listen, I'm going to close out. I'm getting a little emotional. I ain't going to lie. Because it hurts. It hurts to think about it. It hurts to know that people give up on you. Even though they know. They give up on you. Or they want to give up on you. And you have to do so much convincing. It's tiresome. It's tiresome. I tell you what. People who don't have it. I guarantee you they wouldn't want. They couldn't last one day in our head. Life and times. Give them a week. Life and times of being bipolar. We know how it feels to be both. Because when we take medication. We feel normal. It's just when those triggers come, the neurons start firing off and they don't have nothing to attach to. Where they have something to attach to, let them lose some brain tissue and see what happens. Guarantee you, guarantee you they'll be singing a whole nother tune. They'll be looking for us for help. And what are we going to do? Are we going to give up on them? Nope. Are we going to remember how they treated us? Nope. We're going to remember, but we're still going to be there to help. Because that's what people do when you have bipolar. This is Bipolar Speaks, y'all. I'm out. Hey, what's going on, folks? It's me, Taz. I'm back. Um, Welcome to BP Speaks. You know, I got to apologize to my listeners, um, as few as there might be. Um, hopefully that changes soon because I don't, I'm not as consistent as I need to be. Um, and I think it has a lot to do with, you know, me not knowing how to deal with my illness as as I should. Um, so basically, I guess today I want to talk about just... I don't know, I guess the ins and out of the pros and the cons of having a mental illness. You know, I, I've i done a lot of research and I'm still trying to find it out for myself um, about, you know, what's my purpose? Like, you know, we, we have illnesses that we didn't ask for, right? and we look around, and we try to maintain relationships, we try to maintain jobs, and we just try to maintain a, a, just a healthy lifestyle. And then the illness pops up, and it just disrupt, disrupts everything, destroys everything. I, need for, I know for me, for, for example, um, my personal relationships are um, are victims, so what of I say. Um, there's a show that I like called uh that I used to like called Incredible Hulk pretty sure all y'all know about it I'm talking about the old school one with with uh David Banner and yes a doctor and you know the Incredible Hulk being Lou Ferrigno. I listen to my parents they'll tell you I used to be scared of it I did I ain't gonna lie uh but now it's funny because now it's like one of my favorite all time shows and in it's it's uh, it's weird because sometimes the illness leaves you leaves me feeling like the Incredible Hulk, and that's not necessarily a good thing because what happens is that you know I the illness hits you know and when I say it hits I mean like everything is going fine for a long period of time and then. Something uncontrollable happens, and when you don't have the right skill set to deal with it, it's, it, it, it disrupts everything, and you don't know what to do. The person that you're with, I'm talking about as far as a romantic relationship or any type of relationship, um, nobody knows what to do, and it's bad because it's scary. It could be it can it can it can be looked at as very scary and you look back and you realize that there's nothing that you could have done to prevent it except have the right skill set but when you don't have the right skill set, whose responsibility is that like whose fault is that um, and me not having the right skill set is one of the reasons why. You know, I'm so inconsistent with with this podcast, even though this is something that I really want to take off and, you know, I really wanted to do well with it. I really want to. I really want to help others with this, you know, like I, I've seen there's a lot of podcasts out there, a lot of podcasts out there that have to do with mental illness There's a lot of podcasts that has to do with bipolar it's, there's just a lot out there, and I know that if I want mine to be at the top and to really help help everybody, I got to be consistent. I got to do what I got to do, but it's extremely hard when you don't have skill set. And what do I mean by skill set? Well, what I mean by is is like having the correct tools to help yourself get yourself out of the hole that you're in, number one, or to prevent yourself from getting in that hole. Um, One of the key things that you got to have, you got to have people, you got to have this is a supporting cast. You got to be around people who who are going to support you, ride or die, ride or die. You know, it's one thing. Everybody can be on your side and and, and be wanna stand by you and everything when everything's good. Everybody can stand by you when everything's good. Everybody knows that. But what I'm starting to realize is that no matter what the age, no matter what the maturity level, not everybody is no not everybody's gonna stick by you. Not everybody's gonna stick by you. And and then the sad part is is that it they, they can leave you. They leave you. They leave you standing there. But you still have the illness. So you're still stuck there alone with the illness like it was before you met this, these people. And that's the part that I'm having trouble going through right now. I'm struggling in a lot of different areas. Right now I'm feeling like I'm just existing. And I know I'm trying to, you know, I hope this is out there, this is helping somebody else. Um maybe this sounds familiar I and mean, you can know that you're not the only one going through it and whoever's listening to this if it's helping you or if some, there's somebody who's listening to this that's been through this maybe you could help me i'm not above learning i'm not, i don't claim to know everything i know that right now i'm i'm struggling y'all i'm struggling it's like i'm existing and right now I wake up every day wondering what now? What what's my next move? And I draw a big blank. I I made a I made a really big move. I really I made a really big move and you know, away from my family. Away from things that I recognize, you know, place that I recognize, far from friends to be with one person. You know, I'm I'm at an age where I I, I wanted to have a family and, and you know and 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 have somebody in my life that was going to be by my side. And you know, I've been told that. You know, it's not my fault that things happened the way it did. But, you know, it's hard for me to just, to, I, I'm, I've always been that kind of person who just, who takes responsibility. I try my best to take responsibility. As I've gotten older, I have understand how, how much responsibility I have in certain things. And I've always tried to check myself. Um, for Sometimes I'm able to check it before somebody else does. And sometimes I'm not. Um, I guess in this case, I wasn't able to, or I wasn't able to do it, do it well, should I say. But I made a move to a location that I don't know anybody, you know, except that one person. And now that one person is gone because of my illness. People just don't understand what we go through on a day to day basis, those with borderline personality. And here's the thing, border that that's this is new to me. You know, here I am, I was, you know, trying to um I had the skill set for bipolar, I had the skill set to deal with that. And the whole time, it's like I'm training for the wrong event. <laughs> Like, instead of me looking up borderline personality disorder and things of that nature, I didn't find out that that's what I had the whole time until it was too late. And, you know, we all have something. Everybody got something they're going through. But when you have this type of illness, and I'm not saying this for pity party, I'm saying this so that people who... Don't have it so that y'all can have an understanding of what we go through. Because when you, if you have a friend, a family member, a significant other who has a mental illness, but you know, you know deep down that they are a good person, stick by them. Stick by them. If you don't hear nothing else from me today or any of my podcasts, I want you to learn. I want you to stick by these people. Because it kills them when you walk away from them. It kills them when you give up on them. It kills us. Like, you have no idea how much it kills us. It, it's, a, it's a slow death. And the thing is about me is that I'm usually resilient. Usually. But I knew when this hit. I knew when it happened I was not going to bounce back from this, and I, I and to be honest with you <laughs> i I don't even know I'm not myself I'm not myself at all like I don't even recognize myself because i I'm, I'm not bouncing back from this I've tried you know I'm, I'm trying to get back. Spiritual, I feel like I'm failing in that. I'm trying to hide behind my job. I can't do that. I usually can play my PlayStation to get my mind off of stuff. I can't do that. There's nothing I can do to get past the hurt that I'm feeling right now. Nothing. And, you know, for most people, that's a moment where they feel suicidal. I'm not at that point. I don't see myself getting to that point. Um, But, you know, the, the one thing I wanna say, that I'm gonna keep pressing, do not leave that person. We are good people. We are good people. Now there are some of those, there are some of us who don't take any responsibility. And when I say that, I don't mean like they don't have the right skill set. Because with me, no, I admit, I didn't have the right skill set, nor did I know what my skill set was supposed to be. It's a little different. But then you have those who, who know they're not okay, but they don't care, and they try to put the blame on everybody else. See, that's a totally different situation. When no one is taking when when you have somebody in your life that's not taking responsibility and you know you don't even have to have an illness to 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 be treating somebody bad, and you know that you're you're the one at fault, but yet you want to point the finger you don't need, that has nothing that has nothing to do with illness that's just straight up accountability and for us, talking to those with mental illness bipolar borderline schizophrenia, whatever the case may be, and you know that you're a good person, take responsibility for what you do. Because the people that you that, that are dealing with you that don't have it, and they're, they're willing to stick by your side, know this, they're hurting too. You're wearing them out just as well. And if you're not taking responsibility for what you got to take responsibility for, and you're not trying to make yourself better, don't say nothing when they walk away. Because you got people like me, who I do everything I can to get myself right. And I do it for myself, but I also do it for my future because I'm not a person that can be alone. And I don't know, maybe that's the extrovert in me. Some people say that I'm an introvert and an extrovert. I don't know. I just, all my life, I've been around people. All of my life, I've done stuff for other people. I've always put other people first, and that's the one thing that kills me, is that, that really defeats me, is that, you know, as much as I do, I've done for other people on this earth. I remember a long time ago, there was a young lady I worked with. She was, she's younger than me, and at the time she was going through something with her then, I guess abusive boyfriend, who was older than her, and I was her supervisor, and I remember seeing her crying one day, and she just, she just walked out, walked off the floor. And I went to go talk to her, and she was about to go commit suicide. I don't know what her plan was or how she was going to do it, but she told me she, she, was, she couldn't do it no more. She, was, you know, she, she didn't have her mom or her, her parents there to help her. It was just her and that guy. And he was constantly putting her down. I mean, she, and this is a woman who, as far as I know, didn't have an illness. But I talked her off the ledge. And I'm not saying that for applause. What I'm I'm saying that is because we are good people. There are a lot of us. I would venture to say, more than what you probably would ever know. There are a lot of us people with mental illness that are really good people. We're just misunderstood. And to this day, that woman now, is I think she's about to get married, she's had her first kid, and she's happy. She's happy. man I honestly feel like it's a curse and it's just it's sad it's sad to know to now I'm looking at life and you know the one person that I really thought like I really thought I would have never done this for anybody else. Like I I, I decided to come out of my own comfort level, my comfort zone, and move to a place that I knew I was gonna be, that I wasn't gonna fit. But I didn't care, because I had her. And that's all I needed, because I'm not the person that's in clubs, I'm not not at the age where I'm running the streets. I was good, like I was happy and the illness hit or this new illness hit all I can say is stand by your significant other stand by your brother stand by your sister stand by your parent they don't mean any harm they don't if they say they don't and you can see, see if, if in the way you can tell is that if they're taking their medicine, and you know they're taking their medicine, and they're they they having they have good days, and you you can tell the difference between their their good days and their bad days. Help them out. Talk to them when they're having a good day and say, hey, you know, I, you ha- I see you having good days lately. What do you think it is that makes you? you know have a bad day then you guys can sit down and figure out triggers together that's 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 the kind of support system i'm talking about that's needed that's that's what we need that's what we need and now me i i don't have that now i had that a little bit but we never got a chance to talk about triggers the one thing that'll help us that'll help erase the stigma is if more people support us and I mean like people that know us support us that's that's the big thing is, is support so if you have somebody in your life who's willing to stick by you This message is for both of y'all. If you have an illness and you have somebody that wants to stick by you, do what you do. Do what you need to do for yourself. Don't wait until they leave. Don't wait until something drastic happens. Listen to me now and say, while I say, do what you need to do now. Because they may stay there but you don't want to hurt them while they're trying to help you and to those who have somebody in their life I don't care what kind of what this brother, sister, girlfriend boyfriend, husband, wife whatever it is if that person is willing to do what they can to help themselves stay in their life they need that I don't care what they say when they're going through what they're going through they need you they need you. I want the best for everybody. For anybody that's listening, that has somebody in their life, I want the best. I want the best for y'all. If I can't have it, then damn it, I want somebody else to have it. Because that's what we need. We need love and support. And we definitely don't want nobody leaving us.